then he avoids telling me things. He avoids showing me things. I want him to run to me because he knows his dad's going to cheer the loudest. show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? It is going good, Scott. Spring is in the air. I repeat, it is in the air. It's not necessarily warm here, but I can feel it in my bones and it feels good. I am ready for this to be done. I'm ready for the snow to be gone. I'm ready to be out of my coat, which if Scott and our guests can see it right now. And maybe I should just introduce our guest. We have a special guest. Brady Aldrich is with us. He's all the way from Washington State, not the other one. And Brady, it's good having you with us. It's great to be here, Todd. Thanks for having me. So I'm looking at you. Are you in a hotel room? I am. Yeah. I'm traveling for work. I'm about four hours from home. Now, Brady has been everywhere. Uh, Brady contacted me, I don't know, uh, I'd say four years ago, five years ago. ago, And he said, hey, I'd like to be a part of a Family Man Rally West. Remember, we've had a a Family Man Rally near Indianapolis, and and he wanted to have one West. And so he got my hopes up really, really high, and then he dashed them to the ground. And he like, I moved. (laughs) (laughs) So Brady, I I think, I can't even remember where you were then. Were you like in uh, Missouri-ish? Mississippi. Mississippi. And I was excited about that because it would be warm. Uh, And then he moved up to Washington. So what do you do up in Washington, Brady? And tell us a little bit about your family. I am a broadcast engineer, which basically means that I keep radio and TV stations on the air. Oh, um, so you're going to be like critiquing us. So you're no, no, I, I do the, the technical, you know, transmitters and oh, okay, that kind okay. Of thing, uh, mountaintops, but I'm, I'm kind of by myself where I live and my bosses are four hours away, which is why I'm here in the hotel. Cause I'm having a meeting this morning. So that's um, Tell us about then, your family. So we live in central Washington where you get all four seasons right now. There's still snow on the ground. Uh, I have five kids. Oldest is 21. She's at over at uh, a private Christian college here in Washington. Then I have a 17-year-old who's a junior in high school, a 15-year-old son who is in eighth grade, a 13-year-old in seventh grade, and an 11-year-old in sixth grade. That's quite the spread. Yes. And my 15-year-old son is autistic, so he throws another uh, another level of difficulty into it but i love him so. as though we didn't have enough levels of difficulty <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> well hey before we get going on this brady scott there's a i need some clarification because my brother kent who's like one of my biggest fans who listens to this show because he has nothing else to do i assume Kent's my big fan not yours <laughs> Oh, that's true. He is Scott's big fan. I only have one. (laughs) Oh, no, you have fans all over the place. I mean, I'm going to be in Cedarville, Ohio, speaking at a homeschool convention this weekend. I know somebody's going to come up and go, 
Hey, Todd, how's it going? <laughs> they always do. You have a following, Scott. You could ditch me in a heartbeat and probably be a real podcaster. Um, but my brother Kent said this was our 300th episode, but I don't, I'm not sure about that. I cannot confirm or deny that. Is that 300? We're way beyond that, man. That's what I thought. I wonder if that's like, says that on iTunes or however he listens to it. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Okay. We're going to hit 500 this year sometime. Okay. So, so maybe my brother Kent's only on episode 300 or something. <laughs> Could be. But uh, Brady's been listening for a long time, right? Yeah, since 2015. 2015. That every is every episode. Every episode. You deserve an award, man. That's that's punishment. <laughs> Although I will say, I do not usually listen to the throwback ones. Oh yeah. When you're gone, because I like the relevancy of the new episode. So. Because <laughs> um, these are really relevant. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're current, and you guys, <laughs> you guys have come a long way since your first episodes. <laughs> Well, you know, we were totally scripted back then, and uh, <laughs> now we're we're a little more loosey goosey. So, yep. uh, well, you know, so Brady, what's the weather like out in Washington right now? Uh, it's uh, this is the warmest day. It was in the 40s yesterday, and it's been the warmest day in the last month or so. In January, we got three and a half feet of snow, which is the biggest snowstorm we've gotten since 1996. Wow! And it took a couple of days to dig out. The school's canceled for the first time in 25 years because of snow. Right. But now it's, I think we're starting to turn the corner into spring because uh, the weather's good. getting warmer and the snow is kind of just left over in the little piles. So, so I noticed that you are without a mask. You know, I assume like uh, in Washington, it's still a lockdown state. Is it a little more free than that now? Well, I think people are just tired of wearing them, so they don't even if they're supposed to, our governor is going to lift the mask mandate on March 11th. It's the wow. most Washington, Oregon, and California are the three most locked down states in the country. It is so amazing. We were in the airport this past weekend and I assume you, did you fly to wherever you are right now? No, I drove. Okay. So, you know, they, they make you wear a mask, but lots of people, this is my wife. I have to take it. Cut. Okay, well, I had to disappear there just for a second because my wife called and said she needed the Prius keys. And then, of course, I go up there because I don't have them. And when I get there, she's driving away. So I don't know if she was going to tell me that she needed the Prius keys or I don't know. I don't know. Um, but now I feel a little frazzled because we have some computer glitches. And doesn't she know not to interrupt this program? I mean, this is a big deal. Brady is, is being very patient with us, and he's an honorable man. So we, uh, she needs to stay out of this. Can you eat quiet, woman? This is the only time I've ever scolded your wife, I think. So <laughs> I'll probably be dead by the next episode. Yes, good thing she doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> All right. We love you, Debbie. Just kidding. So anyway. Uh, well, hey, let's talk about bothering stuff. So, Brady, you, you have five kids. Um, yep. You know, you have a good spread in there, and you have an autistic child in the middle of that so what's the part of fathering that maybe that you like the most and the part that's the hardest the part i like the most is seeing the kids be happy doing something that they want to do my autistic son really likes bowling so he's in a bowling league that i help run and when he gets a good score he really enjoys himself my two younger kids are on a, a real competitive swim team and when they 
beat their time or do really well in that in any particular event they really enjoy it and i, I just like seeing them grow into their personalities mm. and i celebrate with them and you know they they throw fits once in a while like all kids do and the stress of not screwing them up is a hard thing to, <laughs> to deal with so you um, mean you feel like that you'll mess it up no well yeah sort of <laughs> I, I feel like i don't want them to look back and say i didn't have a good dad you know because i want them to carry that on to their children my dad died when i was i think 20 he died in 2000 so when i was 25 mm. and so i missed all the friendship part with my dad you know i had the growing up part because i was out of the house mm-hmm. when he died but i missed all the hey dad can you give me some advice on this kind of thing i have a good father-in-law great father-in-law and he's he's kind of like that he's not your dad and he's not my dad right right yeah. my mom is still alive and she's great so i have that but she's three hours away from me even when i'm home mm-hmm. so but yeah, my, my son, my 15-year-old son, part of the hardest thing with him is that he can't be left alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, either my wife or myself have to be with him all the time. So it makes logistically, I mean, we can't go anywhere together usually unless we have somebody mm-hmm. else watch him. And that's that's pretty hard. So I don't know. It, and then other, other times I look at other families and think well i'm not so bad you know <laughs> that's after you've listened to the show and, right. and you go at least i'm not scott <laughs> yeah we just try to screw our kids up in like you know specific ways here yeah don't want to we want to well, limit the damage and direct it in a certain way well this is for both you guys do you have trouble because i'm i'm trying to i'm kind of i'm working through some things of and I'm trying to be, you know, kind of vague at the same time, you know, where you just trying to like your kids just for who they are, you know, not for what I can get them to be or how I want them to respond or how I want them to like certain things, but, you know, just liking your kids because I, I find myself kind of being and this is like more recently, I think I've probably been doing it forever, but you know, I find myself doing things that I can hear as I'm talking to my children that in the back of my brain, I'm thinking, you know, why do you even care about that? You know, why do you care about those tennis shoes? You know, and I'm trying to act like I'm interested or I'm, you know, and I know they see it and I just wish I could be you know, or you have certain kids who are anxious about things that don't seem like it's any big deal to you. And you're like, what's the big deal? You know, or when they are talking about their, their thing and you just find yourself, you know, not engaged as a dad who's really, really listening. And I just, I don't know if you guys feel that, but I feel like I'm doing that and I don't like it. I don't do that. <laughs> well, that's uh, how his hoping Scott would say that. Woo, gives me something to shoot yeah. for. <laughs> no, I, um, I definitely, when I have those moments on my better days, I hear your voice in my head telling me this matters because they matter. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever actually said that, but that's what the Holy spirit sounds like in my head sometimes. So, um, so I need to care about what they're talking about. Most of the time I'm like, I just tell them, yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> 
And I and I wonder. Please say know where you stand, yeah, Scott. Yeah. At least I'm not Scott. Yeah, I I actually have said stuff like that before. I'm like, and then I think about it later, and I'm like, I hope they thought that was funny because yeah. otherwise it's going to be ugly at my funeral. <laughs> They're going to be like, thank God he's gone. But yeah, no. And maybe that's even. I mean, really, maybe it's more honest than a dad who looks like he's just. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Hey, that's cool. You know who who doesn't seem like he cares at all. How about you, Brady? I agree. I'm totally the same way. My son, my kids are always talking about stuff that I really don't care about, and I just have to think this is only temporary. They'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. And when they get anxious, I'm like, "What's the big deal?" You know. Yeah. But uh, it's it's really hard, like you said, to not act like you don't care at all and uh, to your point about scott i was really hoping i'd get through this whole episode without saying at least i'm not scott but <laughs> <laughs> ah he's good with it he's good with it that's good, good. You know what? i understand my place in the food chain here. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a vital role in the dad team um, but i don't want to be that way i want my son because like right now i've got a son who just you know he likes cool things. He thinks it's cool when, you know, to talk to me about tennis shoes that cost $30,000 or $500. And, uh, you know, he might like his hair a little longer in the front than I would like it, than I do like it, you know, or he gets a shirt that says something on it. And he thinks it's cool and I don't get it, you know, and it just seems like a shirt to me. And, in fact, I don't even like it because it is cool. And I know then he avoids telling me things. He avoids showing me things. And I want him to run to me because he knows his dad's going to cheer the loudest. And even with my adult children, sometimes I think, you know, they, they get stressed out about certain things. And, and I know that's their personality. I know they've been that way since they were little kids. And sometimes I think, why don't I, why do you have to, it's almost like I'm trying to teach them maybe through my bad attitude or that they could see just a little bit of that. I know sometimes, you know, we would have certain people watch our kids and they'd say things like afterwards when they were little, you know, and we'd get back and they'd say, we'd say, how were they? And they'd go, oh, they were pretty good. And right then it's almost like they said that. Just so we knew they were pretty good, <laughs> not real good. And if we'd say, oh, were they hard? They'd go, uh, oh, no, they were fine. You know, but still, it's still there. And I feel like maybe that's what I do in my attitude. And I don't know, uh, even for you, Brady, you know, with a son who's maybe has some challenges, um, mm -hmm. even though they're still our kids. How do you handle that? I mean, really? Because like you said, you can't leave him alone. I mean, that's that's exhausting mm -hmm. after a while, uh, mm -hmm. after 15 years, you know, mm -hmm. and your prospects, you know, you and I'm sure you have you look into the future and go, wow, how's this going to play out later on, too? Right. He's pretty high functioning, but my wife and I have kind of resolved ourselves to. To know that he'll probably be living with us for a while. Right. But uh, he's special needs kids any dads that have special needs kids they know that it's it is exhausting 
you have to try and support your wife as well as you can. But he is, I when he comes home from school or we pick him up from school, you can tell he he has three levels of how his day goes. He has a good day, an okay day, and then he'll say, "I had a hard day," and it's his emotions go up and down so quickly that he might be having a good day at the end, but could have had an awful day at school. You just have to just kind of set aside how you want them to be, I think, and just support them in where they are emotionally. Cause we all went to school. We know what it was like. And he's in junior high and my other son is in junior high. And that's, those are the hardest school years. And he, my son is pretty good with friends, but my 15 year old does not have any friends. So does that put more pressure on than you as a dad, as, as his safe spot, as his haven? Because like you said, I mean, junior high, I heard someone once say that, you know, all of life is recovery from junior high. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, when you don't fit in, it can be pretty cruel. And I would assume, you know, that you become then the, the haven. You yes. become the the one that they look to for that. And I assume that's that's a heavy burden sometimes. It is. I've become an expert. Well, most of my kids, I try to at least know a little bit about the things that they're into. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really into Minecraft. It's And so I want to be able to have him come to me to be, a, like you said, a safe spot and someone to kind of be nice to him like i would hope his friends would be like a buddy like a buddy right but i still need to parent too you know you can't just be their friends yeah and just the personalities different personalities for each of the kids at least of my kids i mean you think at least a couple of kids would might be similar but no they're all completely different Mm. so it's it's hard that's definitely a hard part about being a dad but it was a choice I made to be a dad, you know, and so I need to step up. And these, it drives me crazy when I see kids whose parents just stay on their phones mm. all day. You know, devices are not babysitters. A little bit of devices of is okay, but engage with your kids because you're not, you know, they're going to be out of the house and, you know, not maybe not living across the street. Like yours right. are. So, <laughs> uh, oh, well, and even that, you know, it's easy to miss them, even if they live across the street. Right. Um, you know, right, I miss my, I miss my daughter, you know, every, my oldest daughter every day when she's at college, but she's kind of living her, figuring out who she's going to be as an mm-hmm. adult. Then I have to let her do that. I can't tell her how to do everything. And that's hard too, because we do want to tell them what to do. And we do, you know, when they're waffling between two choices and both of them are bad, you know, and you're thinking, what? <laughs> Don't, can you use a little foresight? But again, I think, you know, we have a certain role to play and we can alienate them or, and then they never talk to us. Right. Or right, we right. can cheer them on. Even in, we, in a not as good choice. <laughs> another another part that I have a hard time with is that a lot of dads and moms who are not who do not have special needs kids do not mm-hmm. know what it's like. 
So they, a lot of times if he's misbehaving, they'll be like, well, why don't you just do this? You know, or why don't you just, you know, do ground him or something like that. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Their brains are wired different. We're in a really good church where we are. We found um, this growing and the pastor lead pastor has two kids, spinal bifida. And so he really knows the special needs community has a heart Mm -hmm. for it, but he's also, he also knows that not everybody deals with that. So he has to, he has to uh, pastor to, I guess say quote, normal families. So Um, Brady, what would you like me to say? So like when you're talking to me, you know, we're just hanging down by the water cooler and you say something like, Oh man, my 15 year old, he's just driving us nuts because he did this, you know, he threw this big tantrum or he did this and you can look, see my eyes at this. And I don't know what to say. What should I say? Don't say you anything. Know, don't say anything. Just say, mm-hmm. man, I bet that's sorry, hard. Or, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Okay. But when you meet a group of parents who have special needs kids, it's like you found your people. Wow. You know, because you, you're not alone. And I guess that's an encouragement for me to other dads that you're not alone. And I also have to remember that he's special needs, but all my other kids are not. So mm. I have to like switch modes, you know, because mm. my son and my oldest, my youngest son and my youngest daughter are really into swimming. And so we encourage them a lot more freely than we do with my 15 year old. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know about sports. It's a lot of cheering, but my, so my son doing bowling, my kids doing swimming, and then I have side hustles too. We're we're a pretty busy family, but we yeah, try, to, try to balance bet. it. So, is there? A, I mean, as a as the dad too, are you kind of the the coach when it comes to you know? Because I assume that you know your your other kids might look at your fifteen year old and go, "Well, that's not fair. You treat mm-hmm. him differently. Why do you not let us do that? Why do you let that go get by?" You know, mm-hmm. do you have to coach them in how to to love that that brother or sister? I don't know. Is it a brother or it's a brother? Yeah. Okay, to love that brother, you know. Yeah, we have the conversation quite often about equity versus equality. Mm. Equitable is not always fair, right. In their eyes, but they have pretty well resolved themselves to how it works. I mean, eleven year old is they they get it. They may yeah. not like it, but. I mean, that's just how life is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's not a lot, but it's their life. Yeah. I that's right. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, Brady, I hate to draw this to a close uh, because I got to go take care of uh, our homeschool PE. Uh, so um, we're going to do, we're going to try something new today um, because one of my, my kids, they like Dude Perfect. Are you guys, have you ever watched Dude Perfect? Oh, yeah. Scott? Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Scott's like Welcome Mr. back, Scott. <laughs> uh, and so. Uh, sure no one was paying attention. <laughs> he was like, he's been looking for what episode we are. I know he has. <laughs> I have not. Yes, you have. You, <laughs> I've you been have. learning here. I had my, my <laughs> microphone turned down. I didn't want to, you know, accidentally sneeze or something. He's probably left the room. He's searching like, you know, where's where's Henry Winkler in Happy Days now? Where is he? <laughs> I don't have to take this abuse. 
But um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, so we're going to do a new game today um, on Dude Perfect. They have these dizzy sports where they have to uh, spin around, you know, like the old you put your head on a baseball bat and spin around three times and then you run down and try to do something. Well, they do it multiple times and try to hit a ball. So I thought we'd play dizzy uh, kickball today. So they're going to have to spin around three times and then I'm going to throw the ball and see if they can kick it. And we'll see how that goes. Um, so that's where I got to go. Important stuff. Yeah. Todd, I will say I want to plan the West Coast Family Man Rally still for 2023, I guess. Okay. So well, I'm, I'm working on that. Okay. We'll see how that turns out. Brady will get our hopes up move. and then move to Canada. <laughs> well, Brady, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a normal dad with normal kids. And, uh, you know, you're not messing them up. You're taking them, you know, I always think we take them a little bit farther than where we were. You know, we give them new baggage to work through uh, that they'll have to be on some podcast and talk about it someday. But that's okay. And thanks for just being on the team. I'll tell you, it encourages me. And and I assume it encourages Scott and everybody else listening. Just know there's a dad in Washington who's facing the same thing we are. So thanks for being on the show. Keep sure. up the good work. All right. Thank you. Well, Scott, uh, again, I'm always just encouraged by talking to other dads, you know, and uh, whether they have an exciting story like they were, you know, landed on the the plane that crashed into the whatever Hudson. river that was, the Hudson, or whether they went through some traumatic thing or, or just they're just normal dads. And I feel encouraged by that, knowing that we're all kind of facing the same thing. And I just got an email today from a dad and I'm going to share it on our, our weekly newsletter a dad who had to put down his cat, you know, one that he didn't even like. And, and just that heartwarmingness of this is what dads do. So dad, have a great week. I uh, hope you got everything done on your family. Man, fix it or finish it February. Some of you guys sent your lists in and you did it. And I'll tell you again, it makes me proud to be a dad. So have a great weekend. Enjoy some of that pre spring weather and do something maybe as a family that you wouldn't normally do and do it because you to dad and that's our show for this week dad thanks for joining us for the family man show with todd wilson if you have a question for the show email todd at familyman at familymanweb.com if you have a question for me you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com thanks for joining us dad have a great week Yes, honey. Oh, he muted himself. Well, that's not nice. We're supposed to be able to hear what he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want to hear. Todd, you're not back yet. I got to find some Prius keys, so I can't remember Wait. if I drove it last. You were we want to hear all the goings you on. And you, the... Guys, you guys keep talking for a while. What? We want to hear all the goings on in the Wilson house.
mercy. He, he left. Like, he's just gone. There's just this blank space where he used to be. So this is how we roll here, family man. Uh, yeah. I'm a, a fortress of solitude until my wife wants me. It says just, no, am I in the right mic? Yeah. You muted yourself, though. We wanted to hear the conversation. What's going on? He's not going to tell us. He's just going to pretend like he doesn't hear. Oh, he's unplugging now. He probably doesn't hear. Um. <laughs> We don't normally have this level of technical difficulty. I, I was going to say, I don't, uh, you guys usually leave this part out. Of this no, this will be good for the end of the show. You know, yeah. outtakes. <laughs> yeah. Which I enjoy. Thank I'll, you for I'll, that. I'll, sure. <laughs> it's quite an honor to be you know, on the outtakes. 